Enter Cyrano. Has ever a character made an entrance with more panache? There is no other word for it, perhaps because it is this play that is credited with introducing that word into the English language. A panache is, in the literal sense, the ornamental tuft of feathers on a helmet. Metaphorically, it came to mean flamboyant confidence of style or manner. But we will see and have glimpsed already that the best definition of panache is the character of Cyrano himself. We are primed for his entrance by the whisperings among the theater-goers about him. Ragano is astonished to learn from Liniere that Cyrano has not yet appeared, since, after all, he banned Montfleury from the stage, and yet Montfleury dares to play. In a chorus of awed praise, the mysterious man is called poet, swordsman, musician, philosopher, and by his friend Lebray, the best and the bravest soul alive. And we are made to wait breathlessly to see for ourselves this man known not just for his extraordinary soul, but for his extraordinary appearance, and especially his extraordinary nose. Ragano heightens our expectations with his description of a man who might have been a model for Callot, one of those wild swashbucklers in a mask, hat with three plumes, and doublet with six points, his cloak behind him over his long sword, cocked like the tail of strutting Chanticleer. And such a nose! My lords, there is no such nose at that nose. You cannot look upon it without crying, Oh, no! Impossible! Exaggerated! One might fear that with hype like all this, the character himself would prove to be a disappointment. But, to borrow a line from the play for my own purposes, that, Monsieur de Bergerac, will never do. The opening scene is a blur of mostly inconsequential motion— the cavaliers fencing, lackeys gambling, guardsmen woman-chasing, pages wig-fishing, and cut-purses preparing to do their cut-pursing. Then all is hushed as Montfleury takes the stage. For an instant, because as soon as he does, center stage is seized by Cyrano. Our anticipation is over as, from the back of the theater, a voice cries out, "'Wretch!' Have I not forbade you these three weeks? I saw a dreadful production of this on Broadway, but that one moment, the voice of Kevin Klein's Cyrano booming from behind us in the theater was thrilling. In the scene that follows, I think we can say that he lives up to the hype. We might even say that the hype doesn't live up to him. With unquestionable, flamboyant confidence— he chases Montfleury off the stage with the threat of his capable sword and the humiliation of his brilliant wit. The whole crowd turns on him, but there is no chasing Cyrano off. He stands against them all, and with dazzling color to his courage. I don't mind the opportunity to read these lines again. Come, get your numbers. Who will head the list? You, sir? No. You? Ah, uh, no. To the first man who falls, I'll build a monument. Not one. I see. You are so modest, you might blush before a sword naked. And so we are introduced to this larger-than-life figure. 
or perhaps it would be better to say conventional life is just not large enough for him.